0: Welcome to the Work Life Brilliance Podcast with executive coach and best-selling author, Denise Renee Green. Denise fills each episode with humor, compassion, knowledge, and pragmatism to help you transform your life, listen in, and learn how you can tame your brain, lower your stress, and become the person you were born to be. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Work Life Brilliance Podcast. I'm your host, Denise Green, and I'm so happy to have you. Listening with me today. Thank you for tuning in. I know your time is valuable, and I'm really excited about this one. Uh, first of all, of all, a little bit of context. I know it's probably not the holiday season for you, but it is early January when I am recording this, and I am just back. Well, it feels like I just got back, but I'm just back from a wonderful vacation in Kansas with my daughter. We had miraculously peaceful, non windy weather. Um, except for two days of ice and cold. But other than that, it was glorious, um, all things considered. And I've had a lovely time connecting with friends and unpacking and laundry and all that good stuff. And I'm so excited to be back here with you, working, because I love my work. I shouldn't even call it work, but I love it. And I want you to love your life too, which is what this podcast and my book and my work is all about. So this one um, continues on with a theme that I talked about in podcast 15, um, which was all about shoulds and all about the guilt that we often feel when we think about our progress to date in our lives. And as you all know, I don't like guilt. I think guilt is a terribly, almost nearly useless emotion. It is only good for signaling to you that you have done something wrong and need to make amends. But we feel it out of habit. We feel it because of our I'm not good enough story. And yes, guilt can be a motivator for you, but It's a crappy motivator. It doesn't feel good. It's like uh, trying to achieve your goals with a ball and chain around your ankle. So I want you to feel a different, very different emotion that we very rarely allow ourselves to feel about ourselves, and that is pride. What a shift from guilt to pride But you can do it, and I'm going to give you a very simple, very fun assignment in this podcast to help you do it. Now, usually when we say the word pride, we're saying it about somebody else. Like Maybe we say it to our child, I'm so proud of you. Well, that's great and all, because maybe you did have a hand in this thing that they did that um, you are proud of. But what about all the people who are proud of you? Well, the most important person to be proud of you is you. So how do we get to pride? How do we really feel it honestly? So this is a suggestion I gave to my newsletter followers at the end of the year to close out the year, but you can do it anytime to close out whatever period of time you want, the last 12 years, the last 24 hours. This is a wonderful Brief, fun exercise. And the first step is just to brain dump anything that you feel proud about. So I don't care how big it is, how small it is, you do a lot of things that you could feel proud about, like getting up every day and instead of lying in bed and getting fired, you get in your car, you get ready, you hustle, and you go to the office and you work. You work hard. Five days a week, I'm guessing, or more. That is something you can feel proud about. You put food on the table for your family. Congratulations. Feel some pride. You did not kill your boss. Uh, More than that, you didn't even yell or send a snarky email to your boss today, or maybe in the last six months, even though sometimes you felt like it. Maybe you ate your vegetables. Maybe you donated to charity. Maybe you turned your phone off during family meals, even though you love looking at your phone. Maybe you exercised a little bit more than you used to. I just want you to make a list that is longer than you feel like it can be. So set a timer for at least a minute and just brainstorm and really have fun with it. Whatever pops into your mind. Hey, yeah, I do feel proud about that. I did walk the dog instead of letting the dog sit around and get really fat. So here are some things that I generated in my list, because I don't ask you to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. And I had so much fun with this list. And I could have gone on, but I think I made a pretty darn healthy list. The first one had to do with my daughter, but it had to do with the way I spoke with her. And the way I had honest, open, hilarious conversations with her, and even now I'm noticing that I could have listened better, but I'm not going to feel guilt about that. I'm going to shift to pride for the way I conversed with her and how uh, it resulted in her saying, Mom, you are so easy to talk with. I feel like I can say anything to you. Hello! Hello! She's 11, she's almost 12. I know you're thinking, okay, when she hits 13, that is not going to happen. So I'm going to savor that right now and feel pride. I exercised every day last year, even if it was just a little walk, unless I was on a plane and even then I tried to fit it in, or unless I was recuperating from major injuries or illness. At the end of the year, my next one is I cooked a little bit more. Um, I was doing a lot of takeout people, but I started uh, downloading recipes, making soups and stews that would last for a few days, freezing them, and man, it felt good. So I'm going to try and keep that up because I feel pride, and it saves me money, and it gives us um, great food with little effort. I launched this podcast, and I kept up with regular recordings. And like pretty much all new habits... I was terrified in the beginning. It was really hard in the beginning, but I got support. I got a coach who is a professional podcast producer, so I didn't do it alone, and then I just kept at it. I made it a must-do instead of a should-do, and not only did it become easier, but it became pleasurable instead of fearful. All right, so what's next on my list? How could I forget? I launched the boot camp pilot version of the Work Life Brilliance Academy, something that had been my dream, my vision for years. And I did it the same week following my accident where I was hit by a car. So there were so many tests to just see if I really wanted to do that program, and I passed them. And I am so, so darn proud of that. I helped more clients than I've helped in any year last year. I amassed a great team of healers, which is one of the reasons why I was able to do and able to do what I can do right now, despite being hit by a car just three months, actually less than three months ago. So I have an amazing healing team, chiropractor, osteopath, energy healer massage therapist, allergist, all of these people are helping me get back to whole. I hired an amazing operations consultant, Hannah, who beautifully does all the crap I stink at. It's not crap work. It's very important work. But to me, I'm so terrible at it. And it's so outside of what my superpowers are that I desperately needed help. And she is so good at all of the business aspects that I'm not so good at. So I feel so proud, so proud about that. I kept a date with my mom to go to New York City for my birthday, even though it was just 30 days after the accident. I didn't lose hope. Every day I noticed that I got a little bit better. And while I was not at my best on that trip, I still have great memories from it, as does my mom. And then this one may seem small, but I helped keep my rescue dog, Andy, healthy. Um, He also was hit by a car, and he had just a bunch of weird stuff happen to him last year in terms of mystery diseases that, despite many, many tests, nobody could figure out what was causing this crazy inflammation and pain in his face and jaw. But we prevailed. We still don't know what it was, but we got him back to his happy, normal self. The last thing on my list is also related to my dog. Um, I trained him to eat treats gently from my fingers, which sounds like a little thing, but it makes a huge difference to my fingers. And much bigger than that, he had this phobia or anxiety when people would be in the house having a good time and he would get in their face and bark at them. And I've teached him, I've, yeah, I've teached him not to do that nor does he bark at the door anymore. It has made my life and my social life so much better, and he's so much happier. And I was uh, feeling the pride and bragging to my dog walker about how excited I was that I had done this. And she says, yeah, well, you got to be patient with him. English is his second language, which made me crack up and really made me more impressed with him than me because I still don't speak dog, and he's pretty darn good at English. Alright, so that's my list. You can see I had some really big things, some really small things, but they all generated pride in me. So I hope that gives you an idea about what you want to do. The next step, once you have your list of things you feel prideful about, is to decide what you want to feel proud about next. So when I did this exercise for the new year, it was looking back on 2018, what do you feel proud about? And then on 2019, what kind of person do you want to be? So my list was, I want to be strong and at my ideal weight. I want to transform my business to scale so that I help more people more efficiently and with more financial gain and have fun doing it. I want to nurture relationships with the awesome people in my in my life. Instead of just saying we should really get together, I want to actually get together with them. I want to be a person who believes in and practices the law of attraction daily. And I envision my life in the present moment with all of the goals and dreams realized. I want to be that person that never gives up no matter what the obstacles are. I want to be a person who practices kindness with strangers every day, a person who is debt-free, and finally, I want to be a person who dances salsa with grace and confidence. Oh, and there's one more little thing. I want to be a person who has found her divine match in a man. All right, so that is a big list. It's not necessarily a very long list, but man can do all those things, I will feel so proud. Now, we know, we know through research that when it comes to changing habits and achieving goals, people who align their identity with their goals are more likely to achieve those goals. That's why I say don't just set these as goals or visions, set these as who you want to be. So a very simple example is if somebody's trying to quit smoking, The person who identifies as a non-smoker and when they're offered a cigarette says, I don't smoke, is going to do much better than the person who, when offered that cigarette, says, oh, no thanks, I'm trying to quit. The second person still identifies as a smoker. The first person, even if they fall down on their goal and they have a cigarette, it is so out of alignment with who they identify themselves as that they see it as a glitch, not as something that is um, worth uh, dumping the whole goal for. They see it as something that's out of alignment with who they are and they go back to their non-smoking selves. So this is about who do you want to be? What is the identity you want to wear and feel from the inside out? So when I look at my list, I feel really inspired instead of regretful and I know what I need to do to make these things real. I can envision all of these and feel pride, but I notice that I also feel a little overwhelmed. Oh my God, there is so much to do. So if you notice that you feel overwhelmed too, that's very normal, that's what your brain says. Like, are you crazy you can't do all this? You can calm your, day, your brain down by making a plan. which is just writing down, what will you need to do in order to make these things happen? There are so many tools out there to help you make a plan. I'm of a very old school. I just use what's called a Panda Planner. You can get them on Amazon, but there are tons of electronic tools. In fact, I would love for you to just post in the notes. Um, when you give me a nice review, please uh, post in the notes, any planners that you like to use so people can see that and benefit from it. So. In your plan, you're going to be thinking about what habits will you need to change, abandon, what milestones will you need to hit each week, each month, and who and what can support you because you are not going to do this by yourself. And then, this is very important, I want you to take one small baby step because your brain will be in panic mode until you take that one small baby step and then you start to build momentum. You start to shift your brain from freak out to, hey, this is possible. We just made some progress and proved that this is possible. So as an example, my first tiny baby step was to Google on Groupon salsa lessons in Oakland, California, and it took me all of about three minutes and $11 to sign up for two classes. So it's a baby step if you can do it right now. And especially, you need to be able to do it before you go to bed tonight. So go ahead and pick one of the items on your list of your new identity or your deepened identity, things you're already doing, but you really want to to feel more prideful about them. And I want you to pick one little baby step and go do it. So this whole exercise of thinking back and reflecting, thinking forward and imagining and taking a baby step should take you no more than 10 minutes and it is so worth it. And if you want more tips on how to change a habit, um, there is a chapter on how to change in my book, Work-Life Brilliance. And if you want a lot of more information, there's a great book by James Clear called Atomic Habits. So I am so excited for you. I want you to every day at the end of your day, do a mini version of this exercise. And assess, where do you feel prideful about your day? What things did you do that were aligned with who you want to be? And then I want you to soak up that pride. All right, thank you for listening. It's been a pleasure, and I hope to hear from you soon. And I hope that you'll keep joining me. Thanks for listening to Work Life Brilliance. If you like what you heard, The best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at iTunes.